0: an Encouraging Word with David Revel, Founder and Executive Director of Shepherd's Fortress Ministries. This podcast has two purposes, first, to bless pastors, pastor's wives, and their families, and second, to challenge the body of Christ to support your pastor through being faithful in prayer, seeking to grow in your relationship with Jesus every day, and coming alongside Him in your devotion to Kingdom work. And now, here's David with an encouraging word for today. We are so glad that you've tuned in. We are coming to you from the hills of Tennessee, a beautiful display of God's handiwork. Shepherd's Fortress Ministries is a ministry of helps and encouragement to pastors and their families and ministry leaders. We are here for prayer, to listen, and to connect you with retreat opportunities around the country through our ministry partners and connections we are making on your behalf. Pastors, I want to repeat this often. We pray for you, your family, and your ministry. We urge the church, the body of Christ, to pray for your pastor, his family, and the leadership team of your church each and every day. My heart's desire through this podcast is to bring encouragement from the Word of God to all who tune in. Freedom in its truest form comes from God. In Jesus, through His death on the cross, we are set free from the bondage of sin. Because of Jesus' selfless sacrifice, we are no longer slaves to sin. This podcast is being published on Independence Day weekend here in America. It is unfortunate that many today have not studied history and the great impact God made in the hearts of our founding fathers as this nation was born. In history, we read of the Constitutional Convention in Philadelphia called to ratify the Constitution of the United States. The delegates had some major contentions and could not agree. Listen to the words of Benjamin Franklin in his Constitutional Convention address on prayer. It says, In this situation of this assembly, groping as it were in the dark to find political truth and scarce able to distinguish it when presented to us. How has it happened, sir, that we have not hitherto once thought of humbly applying to the Father of lights to illuminate our understanding? In the beginning of the contest with Great Britain, when we were sensible of danger, we had daily prayer in this room for the divine protection. Our prayers, sir, were heard, and they were graciously answered. All of us who were engaged in the struggle must have observed frequent instances of a superintending providence in our favor. To that kind providence, we owe this happy opportunity of consulting in peace on the means of establishing our future national felicity. And have we now forgotten that powerful friend? Or do we imagine that we no longer need his assistance? I have lived, sir, a long time, and the longer I live, the more convincing proofs I see of this truth, that God governs in the affairs of men. And if a sparrow cannot fall to the ground without his notice, is it possible that an empire can rise without his aid? We have been assured, sir, in the sacred writings that except the Lord build, they labor in vain that build it. I firmly believe this, and I also believe that without Without his concurring aid, we shall succeed in this political building no better than the builders of Babel. We shall be divided by our little partial local interests. Our projects will be confounded, and we ourselves shall become a reproach and a byword down to future age. And what is worse, mankind may hereafter from this unfortunate instance despair of establishing governments by human wisdom, and leave it to chance, war, and conquest. I therefore beg leave to move, that henceforth prayers, imploring the assistance of heaven and its blessings on our deliberations, be held in this assembly every morning before we proceed to business, and that one or more of the clergy of this city be requested to officiate in that service. Oh, how we have strayed so far from these founding principles. America, compared to other nations, is still a young nation. Yet we have been blessed in ways too numerous to count. Could this be possible without the hand of God resting upon us, or without the continual prayers of God-fearing, God-honoring people? we have allowed those who would bring this nation down to have dominance. This is the reason our nation has stumbled and grown weaker. We've turned our back on God in selfishness and rebellion, thinking we possess more wisdom than an all-knowing God. Two of the main reasons we find ourselves in such a dire situation as a nation is, first, we have rejected Jesus Christ and his free gift of salvation, and secondly, Our nation's leaders, for the most part, do not fear or reverence the true and living God in the least. John Adams, one of our founding fathers, once said, Our Constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. For the purpose of clarity, I do not believe that our greatest need is political in nature. Our greatest need is a Savior from the prison of sin, that we would be born again to a living hope, having a new heart, a new nature, a total transformation, inviting Jesus to work in and through us. I believe this will impact any nation as God's people stand boldly for righteousness. God calls upon nations to bow before Him. As the psalmist writes, in chapter 33, verse 12, Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord, the people whom he has chosen for his own inheritance. We are living in a time when the enemy is toying with our minds on so many levels. In one sense, He wants to cause us to think that we're in the wrong for standing for righteousness. He also wants us to feel guilty as a citizen of this nation that God has blessed over and over again. The Bible speaks clearly against pride when it's in the form of arrogance, yet to be proud in the sense of being thankful to the true and living God for his unlimited blessings that he's bestowed upon us so abundantly, and how he has used us to bless other nations according to his plan is something to praise him for and to rejoice. To have a humble and holy pride of gratitude before a holy God is a great example of the praise he deserves from us. When we praise God for his blessings according to scripture, we are not magnifying or glorifying self. We are glorifying God from whom all blessings flow. For me, this includes how he is blessed and how he continues to bless America. I am thankful for this country, yet my hope is not in government, in politics or politicians, or in military might, even though I am thankful for all who have served and all who serve today. My hope is not in wealth or economic power, nor in science or ingenuity. My hope is solely and securely in Jesus.' Philippians 2, verses 5 through 11 says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, We praise the Lord for the freedoms we enjoy as a nation, which are now under attack. Yet our freedom in Christ Jesus carries a much greater and eternal significance. The freedoms we enjoy in this life are temporary. Our freedom in Jesus is everlasting. It is imperative that Christians stay in the Word during these evil days that we are living We so need the divine wisdom of God today in order to confront all that the enemy is launching at us. He is the author of confusion and he is hurling assaults on countless fronts at one time to bring about the most mass confusion he possibly can all the more reason to stay in the word and preach Jesus, to preach the freedom we have in relationship with him. You remember what it says in John chapter 8 verses 31 and 32? It says, Then Jesus said to those Jews who believed him, If you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. And verse 36 says, Therefore, if the Son makes you free, you shall be Free indeed. Pastors, we are living in trying times. Yet for the church, these can be our greatest days, our opportunity to shine and to reach a lost and hurting world for Jesus. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for the privilege that we have to know you, to serve you, to make you our Lord and Master. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for paving the way and demonstrating what true freedom is. We take this message of hope to a lost and hurting world. We do thank you for this nation, for the United States of America, the founding principles that you poured into the hearts of our founding fathers. Although we're straying away from them, more importantly, Lord, we're straying Away from you and your holy word, we pray that you would use us in a mighty way to reach one soul at a time, to invite them to come to the foot of the cross and begin a relationship with Jesus Christ. We thank you for blessing pastors and their families and their ministries. We place them in your hands. We pray that you would draw this nation to its knees in humble repentance. May we rise up as never before and speak truth in love. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. As we wrap up for today, I have a special request. If you are encouraged, please share the link to our podcast with your friends on social media or by email. I would sincerely appreciate your help in getting the word out. I would like to invite you to like our Facebook page and follow us on Instagram. You can also request to be placed on our email list where you'll receive reminders of our latest podcast being uploaded and occasionally you'll receive information that we think would be of interest to you. Pastors, we thank God for you and your faithful devotion to love and lead the church. We look forward to hearing from you for prayer and encouragement. We are so thankful for each one who reaches out to us to say that you're praying for us. It so encourages our hearts. In the meantime, we pray the blessing of the Lord upon you as you minister to God's people and those yet to surrender their life to Jesus. We invite you to tune in next time. Until then, let me urge you to stand firm in Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Thank you so much for tuning in. May the Lord pour out his blessings in your life, your family, and your ministry. This has been a production of Shepherds Fortress Ministries, kingdom-building encouragement for kingdom-building pastors. Until next time, may God bless you as you seek him with all your heart.